0: Hello and welcome back to the Unbiased Freedom Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be doing a random roundtable, which is where we just kind of talk about whatever comes to mind and uh, kind of tie it all in together as best we can. So if there's anything you guys ever want to hear, let us know and we'll try to hit that subject. So, we're, uh, we're Thomas, f- you want to? We're free balling of sorts,
1: right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, God. So, something like that. Yeah. 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 Spitballing. That that's probably a better term. Yeah. I mean yeah. free ball is nice every now and I then. I knew though. you were
3: just about the balls.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We also we've got a special guest. Sean, what you introduce?
0: Uh yeah. So we, today we have um Kayla McNeil with us. She's just gonna be kind of hanging out and chatting with us. Colorful
3: Keeping colorful commentary.
0: <laughs> She'll be free balling yeah, with exactly. us today.
2: <laughs> Correct. Or <laughs> ball freeling.
3: That's why we all did the podcast naked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My wife probably wouldn't approve because um Ian's here but she kind of already knows, you know, things happen. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: It's artist integrity.
2: There you go. Hey, you know what, what happens,
0: what happens in that very dark room between you two is your business. <laughs> what so. happens
2: on the podcast stays, stays on, on the, the podcast. podcast. That's right. <laughs> uh, now this will be fun. This will be just kind of real relaxed and just whatever comes to mind. We'll talk about anything that uh, we haven't gotten to in the past. Uh, these are also be great episodes for anybody who has future topics, uh, suggestions, um, Obviously, you know, let us know. Send us a message. We're still waiting for that first voice yeah, message. Yeah, you pansies. Golly. Come on, guys. <laughs> but anyways, so who's got a topic they want to start us off with? Uh, well, I don't want to talk um, politics today because we've been doing that for yeah, that's a fine. good minute. So yeah, I'm
0: good with that. If we can steer
1: clear. Damn, that. I actually...
0: I actually had questions about politics, but that's fine. We can we can talk about other things. Fuck today. it,
1: let's go. Come on, questions. <laughs>
0: let's go. <laughs> all right. Um, so I mean, we kind of covered the election a little bit last week, but now there's like all this litigation going on and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Do you guys do you guys have any news on like how that's going? I haven't really been able to find a whole lot other than apparently a lot of the programs um, that they use to count votes were very glitchy and. Um, "Quote unquote stole votes from Trump." So I'm just kind of curious if you guys have heard anything else about that or not.
2: I've seen different allegations and stuff. Um, it's 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 off the wall news places. Um, so they don't necessarily have the same credibility um, as some other places. Like what? <laughs> CNN? Well, <laughs> what i but what I'm saying I'm not saying that they are ne- that those are credible news sources either. I'm just saying like. It's kind of hard to tell with anything right now because you're not getting full information from any one specific place. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. So it's kind of right. it's kind of difficult to really say. I mean, I've heard as much as 150 thousand votes were incorrect and that are going to be thrown out, and that could shift it in Trump's you know favor across multiple different states.
1: Uh, so it looks like they've already are they're already projected now
2: Trump to win North Carolina versus. Um biden oh are they yeah ah see and if he wins ends up winning georgia north carolina pennsylvania arizona and arizona it took doesn't it put it 269 to 269 yep which would be really interesting because then the senate chooses the president and then the house would choose the vice president right and
1: we have a split Right now. right, um, And actually, no, because we're going to have a, a runoff election in Georgia for two Senate seats, two separate Senate seats that can ultimately determine who the majority is. So right, if the Republicans don't retain the majority, you, you could have a Democratic led Senate that could choose the next president of the United States. And then he could just or, or they as a collective body could just say, yeah, Biden's the next president. Right. And then you have the Democrats right. who clearly have the the house by large margins, although two Republicans um, did uh, flip. They they flipped what I think it was 10, 10 seats or something. Yeah, which was um, they're still they're still the mon- minority. Yeah, but they're making grounds, and a lot of people are thinking come midterm elections they could flip the House Republicans. So
2: I could see that.
0: Right. Yeah, I've I've heard um, rumors that Nancy Pelosi hasn't retained enough votes to remain as the speaker. So. I'm curious to I've see heard if that, that actually too. happens.
1: If she doesn't, I wonder who they would vote to
0: put as Speaker of the House. You know, like AOC. Because I don't know, but it, oh god. <laughs> 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 well, I was gonna say just about anybody else would be better, but I suppose it's not entirely true.
2: <laughs> Why do you say that? You don't want a socialist? No, AOC I like is not bread lines personally. We all get bread. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's stale and moldy.
1: <laughs> um, no, so basically if if you want if you want the most up to date information that I can find is straight out of the horse's mm. mouth and you have to read between the lines. Obviously, this is Trump we're talking about. But if you follow him on Facebook, he's reporting on things that the news media pick up on twenty to twenty four hours later. That's um, true. I did I have noticed that. Um, so uh, 20 hours ago on his Twitter and Facebook, he said the uh, hand recount taking place in Georgia is a waste of time. They are not showing the matching signatures. Call off the recount until someone allows the the signatures to match. Don't let the left dim steal the election. That's what he, that's what he said. So, I mean, it sounds okay. like, it sounds like they're, the recount has started in places because I know Wisconsin's going to do a hand recount. Georgia's doing a hand recount. And then there's litigation in PA, um, Michigan and Arizona uh,
0: and North yeah, Carolina. Pennsylvania has a long Pennsylvania has a long documented history of voter fraud though.
1: Yeah, they they're they're super corrupt and then uh, if nobody knows what we're talking about, the software that a lot of these voting machines use is actually called Dominion and it's been proven in previous elections and in this election that there are issues with the software and even Edward Snowden came out in favor saying Yeah, that software is janky and you can't trust it. And so that was pretty crazy to me. Um, And we all know the Libertarian Party nominee who unfortunately didn't win the election, Joe Jorgensen, also agreed saying that President Trump should have the uh, right as the president of the United States to litigate anything that they deem to be questionable. So, yep. Um, and, and, and the thing is, is there's nothing wrong with that because if there's nothing questionable, then of course, then the, the election stands for Biden and no harm, no foul, but we should all as a people want there to be open transparency with regards to any kind of issues that we're running into, because we don't want issues to be flipping elections. Uh, you know, that's, that's a slippery slope.
0: Yeah, agreed. I mean, we need to have. We need to have a fair and honest election. I mean, if uh, if they can get away with it this time, then you know that just kind of opens the floodgate for the future. So,
1: right, and we all know when you give the Democrats a mile, they're gonna take three more. So, um, and right, uh, and that's, they're gonna that's, get
3: that's, away with anything that they can. Either side,
0: I mean, yeah, that, oh yeah, yeah, that's correct.
1: I I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
3: And we have whole, like their whole marketing team. Um, I've been on a couple of campaigns for, I'm not going to say names, but congressmen and of the like, and half of our team is just suppressing scandals and stuff they're doing behind the scenes and covering it up.
1: Oh yeah, they pay off a lot of people to keep their mouth shut.
3: 80% of our team's effort is just covering up stuff.
2: That's insane. And that's then, like, crazy.
3: Maybe we'll put together like a, a party for some fundraising, but that's the easy stuff and make some money. But most of it is just covering up scandal, paying off people, even getting like social psychologists in to teach them how to lie better, not answer questions, talk in circles, and rounding up mistresses and people trying to press charges and putting that to bed. So it goes all the way up, and there's a couple of good ones out there, usually lower level, that are truly boy scouts trying to make a difference in the world. Right. And the system just eats them alive.
2: Yeah, you're not wrong. Jeez, I was just so I was just curious because we, you were talking about covering up the scandals and stuff. So it maybe like, and I heard about how expensive some of these races have been in the Senate. Have you seen how much these people are spending on Senate races? Yeah, Maine was at number one, and there was twenty five point six million dollars spent.
3: That's just the the money you know about, exactly.
2: That's insane, right?
3: There is about three times as much uh, in the background going somewhere. Good
1: lord, under the table. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, like I said, there's a couple good ones out there, but really, in the end, it's you gotta have the money. To do what you're trying to you do, you got to pay to play. And that's the end game.
2: You know what would uh, solve and that real quick? What's that? Term <laughs> limits. Term
1: limits would definitely help. It would help a lot
2: because. Yeah, I was, was going to say they'd, they'd help, but
0: I don't think that that would necessarily be. Um, you, you well, have, it <laughs> wouldn't be an end all be all. But yeah, yeah,
1: you have to figure right. out a way to separate. Finance, finances and politics, money and politics. You got to figure out a way either.
3: Well, it's a popularity contest and there's no better way to get your name out there and reach more people and get the best uh, advice, whether it's we hire a team to tell you how shiny your shoes need to be to appeal sociologically to the common man, but still look professional or how low your dress line needs to be in order to feel like come off as feminine but not sexual and we have whole teams for that um i worked at a marketing firm and our focus was government officials and cities and it's just a dog and pony show and it's whoever plays it better wins and if you can afford more experts and more cover-ups then you win
1: Gotta figure out that's a way sad. to disconnect that yeah that money aspect of it though. There's gotta I don't know how you do right. it. I don't, I'm not the guy to tell you how to do it, but yeah.
0: Set a set a set a um a hard limit on what they're allowed to spend on. Or things give everyone related the, to the same campaign.
3: amount.
0: That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like everybody has the same budget to work within. And Cap that's it. it. That's all you get. Yeah.
1: I like that. And and also and here's the other thing is I, I don't think um it's like you got Think about uh, Pepsi and Coke, all right? And it's the same way with the news organizations. You have uh, two or three nor- news organizations that support the Democrats and two or three, that, or maybe one to two, that supports the Republicans. <laughs> and, um, and so you don't get the open dialogue stage that you need to have in a debate. Um, you know, two-minute two, two answers on questions agar- regarding foreign policies, bullshit. Like, you need to have, like, a Joe Rogan type atmosphere where you can talk for four hours and actually have debate <laughs> right. and just let them talk. And I let mean, even if you listen. have
3: a debate, you have to go to the front end of it and say, most the common average American is not properly educated on social matters anyways. And I think if in school they had just a basic social psychology mandatory classes, then these tricks that we hire professionals to teach politicians to use on the public wouldn't work you could see through them so it'd be about the actual issue and you could see through the sleight of hand that they're using to try to manipulate you
2: well and on top of that they also need to include other parties in the debates to make it more fair also exactly because if if somebody like joe jorgensen is on every single ballot they need to be on the debate stage. It doesn't matter where they're polling because their name isn't out there. They need to have that same kind of recognition as everybody else because that just gives more representation for the rest of the, the country.
1: Yeah, there was, I think, 10... Well, Democrats... Go
2: ahead.
0: I was just going to say, Democrats and Republicans are two sides of the same coin. And at this point, they're so in, invested um, in politics and staying in power that they're gonna do everything they can to keep a reasonable person um, out of the limelight.
1: No, you're right. You're right. It's
3: a... I think debates would be much funnier if we had like a sociologist or a psychologist and an economist on the board, and when they're explaining their politics, A social psychologist would be like, "Uh, well, we've proven that that doesn't work.
1: That would be awesome. So what's plan B? Yeah, uh, I would love to have an economist up there when Joe Biden's like, we're going to cancel everybody's student loan debt. Okay, so do you have trillions of dollars to just do that? Well, uh, no. Right,
2: because right now they have these moderators <laughs> right. that have no real-world experience. They're newsakers and everything else. They're not people who they're, are actually they're experts. They're part of in, the system. Exactly. And they're they not people that are experts.
3: They're sensationalists. Yeah,
2: and they don't live in the real world like we Correct. do. Yeah. I think that would make it yeah. a lot... I think it would give more answers. It would, it would actually allow people to better understand it because, like you were saying a minute ago, most people are ignorant when it comes to a lot of this stuff, and it's not at any fault of their own they're just not well versed in it that you know it's it's hard to really know what's going on behind the scenes when you're having to work you know as as much as everybody does nowadays and uh you know everybody well, wants and, to uh, make even, it better but you know at the end of the day you got to it, it's got to be a balance and yeah. it needs to be in very layman terms to where people can actually understand what these people are going for what they represent and you know i just that's just my thought though well even beyond
0: that even beyond that, with all of these social issues, you know, you've got um, the the media, you know, CNN tells you one thing, Fox News tells you the opposite, and the truth is somewhere in the middle there, and you just kind of have to, like, guess and figure it out. And that's, like, that can be exhausting, you oh, know? Oh, yeah. Like, trying to figure out what's truth and what's, um, I hate to say it, but propaganda, you know? Um,
3: and this, people don't look at these issues as a scientific thing, but they kind of are like social issues and the economy we have experts on that that aren't being utilized and if you had someone standing up that was going to take over the space program you you would have an expert quiz them and be like well do you know about like nuclear fission and like uh, like technical questions to quiz them and see if they know what they're talking about and to put them in their place and make things come to light but we don't do that with social issues because people forget like it is a science and they're using it against us and we're not defending against it and this may just because that's my viewpoint because I have a psychology degree and it was very depressing to get like learning how easily manipulated we are especially my social psychology class about how easy it is with can, can you elaborate on words that? Or,
1: like um like how what what tools and techniques are these politicians using to manipulate the masses?
3: Um about every politician, about at least county commissioner and up has a team of psychologists, social psychologists, sociologists, like professionals in those fields that come together and say you need to wear this. You need to use this verbiage. You need to word this terminology based on the climate that we're in. This is gonna make them feel comfortable. This is gonna make you sound more trustworthy. Uh, You need to wear this color and a necklace this size and this length. And uh, we don't wanna make any promises that can be held against you later. So this is the wording you need to use where people feel appeased, but you haven't promised anything to them, and that goes all the way up the chain. And the bigger you are, the more on the team you have. And it's basically not like, okay, let's get a team of professionals together to see, let me post something that professionals think could actually work. Like, let's help the education system in the state of Texas. No, (laughs) it's this is what's going to sound good to people that will sound like it will work, that they'll be really excited about, and that's what we're aiming for, is to appeal to what sounds good to them, the uneducated people masses, and not what's actually going to work. Like, this is going to ruin everything, but it'll sound really nifty, and people will like it. Like, No Child Left Behind. If you really... Put it forward like we're going to dumb down the education system and uh, my numbers are going to look better because everything's worse and we're holding to a lower accountability, which is like really going to mess up our future for generations instead of, you know, let's get our asses out of the 70s when we last reevaluated the education system in a scientific way and start teaching to learning methods of individuals. And make it more efficient. People won't go for that. Just sound like no child left behind. Yay! And <laughs> the consequences were terrible, but it sounded really nice.
2: And that's something that we've talked about in the past. Like things sound great at face value until you dig in deeper, and then you realize how well,
3: because honestly most how of negative social psychology is counterintuitive, right? And that so people don't go for it. Like, people will think, if I saw a line that was half the size of another line, I would be smart enough to tell you it's shorter. But time and time again, it's like 90% of people will change their mind and say a line half the size of the same size if the rest of the room agrees with them. And they'll be like, maybe I'm just wrong. Or conformity, like the Stanford Prison Experiment. People will fall into line into their roles and we're so much more easily manipulated than we like to think. And if we're aware of that, it'd be easier to counteract it, which is, I think their whole entire point is we'll do what we want to do and we'll just appease you and then do our own agenda off to the side.
2: Yeah. That's, that's extremely frustrating too, to know that they have teams of people that do that. That's insane. I mean, it's not oh, surprising yeah. either, though.
0: Yeah, not. it's not surprising. But I just want to know, like... All I'm saying is Trump should probably spend more money in that area. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that's kind of his... <laughs> his, uh, his wild card is that he's the average man that shows what he... Says and so people are like, "Oh, finally, not a snake oil salesman," and that's his his game.
1: Yeah, I I think, and that's that's
3: why he's appealed to so many people.
1: Every tactic. Every time I talk to a Trump supporter, I tell that's exactly what the answer. Yeah, I ask him what, why, why is it you like this guy so much? And they're like, "Well, I like the fact that he talks directly to us and not at us, and he just tells it like it is with no filter." And a lot of that appeals to people because in never never before in American history do we have a president that can talk directly to his constituents so quickly and freely and not have that filter of the teleprompter or the speech writers and this and that and I think and people, people kind of like that. We need bet more of that.
3: Anything that that's a tactic too.
1: I don't think that could be. yeah. I don't think um after this Trump presidency or whether it whether it gets reversed or what, whatever ends up happening. Either way, after Trump is gone, the, uh, the office of the presidency, I think, is going to be changed forever going forward. How so? I think more people are going to be more open to speak their mind without going through teleprompters okay. and stuff, you know? Because I feel like with the internet, we're all connected now, so... Before it was well let's pre-record this and let's make sure it's perfect so when we play it on TV it, we everybody's in you know perfect position and this and that but I think it's more real to people when they see it for what it is you know I don't know right. I, think, I think that's the that's part of the appeal and whether that works for everybody, you know that, that's that remains to be seen but you can see Biden's different than what he was when he was running with Obama. He's a lot more outspoken than he was. And maybe he has to be because the way Trump is. But Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't I, say that's it's necessarily that's a, a fair good point. Thing. <laughs> Yeah, It's not a but, good thing, but, <laughs> but, but people pick up
2: on it. Real quick, did you guys notice that every time he does a press conference now, there's the office of the president-elect banner behind him, which has never been a thing before? Trump did it too. Did he? When he got elected, yeah. I saw a picture of that, yeah. Yeah, I've so. never I never noticed it before. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it is kind of fakey though. It's like yeah. just wait till you're actually inaugurated. Yeah. Like, come on,
0: man. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's uh, I.
3: The tactic, to you? Yeah, I was gonna I was, I was gonna say
0: I think he's I think he's pushing um pushing to like have people back him as you know the right. president so that if it. If right. it does get overturned, they, they can be like, oh, he, Trump stole it, that bastard.
1: Well, what's funny is we know for that the Democrats for four years pushed this narrative that Russia helped, you know, Trump win the election. <laughs> I mean, for four fucking years, right. and it was proven to be false. A, a complete false document that was created and sent to the FBI, and they just kept digging and digging and digging. And uh, now that there's actually some weird shit going on that that has been pointed out they're like oh no this is impossible that can they never just happen it's like
2: <laughs> honestly i'm more terrified yeah. of them overturning it and and saying trump wins than if biden wins agree cuz the well did you see what happened it's gonna at, at the, it's gonna be insane
1: the million man march in dc yesterday for to in support of president trump did you see the clashes between blm no and the um proud boys and antifa and I just watched a video this morning. They beat the shit out of this old white guy. He was face down in the streets and Black Lives Matter
2: supporters are kicking him in the head. Yeah. He could be dead. That's so crazy. Well, that was like uh, the one dude that just walked up to that Trump supporter and was like, hey, we got a Trumper over here. And dude walked up and shot him point blank for no reason. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, it, it. On the other hand, though, it's it's a it's a lot easier to control us if we're fighting each other than Ex- trying to fight them. You're that's
2: exactly right. what's that's what, and that's what they're doing, and people don't realize that. Yeah, they're so they're so
1: marginalized; yeah. they don't even see through. their playing right into their game. It's crazy.
0: I mean, yeah, <sighs> Don't don't get me wrong. I think there are definitely steps we should be taking to make some of these people's lives better. But um, on the same hand, we have to do it as as like one one unit almost um you know we have we have to be together on it and they just keep they just keep pushing that narrative of uh of racism and i mean don't get me wrong it does still exist um i've seen it with my own eyes but it i i can honestly say that i feel like it's a lot less prevalent than it
2: used to be i think it's a lot less prevalent than what they're making it out to be that's for sure
0: right yeah all right. And that uh, yeah, that's kind of where I was going that. But anyway, so we can we can stop talking about yeah. politics now. That was my question. Actually, sorry. <laughs> I've gotten this is gonna
2: be a total change of subject, but I know we all like outdoor stuff and hiking and stuff like that. So I'm gonna change topics completely. I wanna know oh, what yeah. is your favorite place that you've been hiking before? Oh. Oh I know this very random Ian, change. Go but first? I think it's a, a good change. Change it up. All right. Um
1: sure, I can go first. Um well, I mean, I know you guys know that I really love the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. Who doesn't, man? I know. I know. <laughs> it's the number one visited Correct. park in yep. the country. Um, and it has been for a decade. Uh, partly, probably. I mean, it's beautiful out there. Yeah, and it helps that it's a free national park, the only free national park <laughs> you can go visit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, um, yeah.
1: But uh, honestly, uh, my wife and I, we were there about a month and a half ago, and we did Laurel Falls for the first time. I would never hiked to that Falls before. And before that, Thomas and Hannah and my wife and I went and we hiked to Rainbow Falls, which was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, And it was a hard hike. I that's mean, my favorite one so far that I've done. I was going to say that that was incredible. Yeah. Laurel Falls is a lot more... It's easier to get to. I think it's 1.3 miles one way, 1. 1.3 back. So you're looking at a round trip of a little more than two and a half miles to get there and back. But... Oh,
2: that's it's not bad. No,
1: it's, it's really not. And the incline's not terrible. But if you go past <clears throat> Laurel Falls... They're all If you go all the way to the top, it's 5.5 miles, and there is an old abandoned fire watchtower, one of four left behind from the 70s in the National Park, and it's condemned. They don't want you to climb up there, but if you do it, which a lot of people do, like they say the vistas are just absolutely <laughs> incredible because you can see a majority of the park.
2: We may have to do that one time, but probably not without yeah, uh, without awesome. the girls because they did not enjoy the <laughs> The Rainbow Falls hike. (laughs) Well, I, you you
1: know, they did, but they didn't. It's funny. No, Brenda enjoyed it. it, They did, but it was a long walk. It was. We came underprepared. We didn't have the right shoes. Like
2: now, I've got hiking Uh, boots. Yeah, that changes everything. I dropped my water. Dude, I've been
0: hiking like
2: tumbler of water almost to the top, and then me and Hannah didn't have any other water for the rest of the trip. Yeah, and it was like ninety degrees with one hundred fifty
1: percent humidity. It was awfully. Awfully hot, because <laughs> right, I look, tried to be so fun I, and I've jump actually... up and
2: down on that wooden or on that uh, log bridge, and it fell out of my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard; oh, no. you were not happy about. Oh, that. I was mad. We had just bought it was a forty dollars tumbler, tumbler, yeah. Titans. And it, it tightens, and it fell down oh, into no. the river. Luckily, it didn't like go away because the water wasn't very high. But I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" <laughs> 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 I, I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and that's why you don't jump on the bridge. Yeah, because everybody else was like sketched out by it. And I was like, this is fun. And then that happened. Was like, stupid. <laughs> it was literally
1: that like, oh, shit moment. Like that really just happened. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I've been to, um, I've been to, I'd say probably, probably a solid 60% of the waterfalls within two hours of Murfreesboro. Damn! Um,
1: okay,
2: and, cool.
1: I, I want to ask yeah. you which one was your favorite because we're like making a
2: list of waterfalls to go visit. <laughs> Next summer, we're wanting to go with to to look at some. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, the only major one that we um, went to
1: is uh, Fall Creek Falls and all the falls that encompass that park. That was like the big one that we went to. Right.
0: And that was it. Yeah, um... Rock Island State Park is fantastic. Uh, I love that place. Um, they've got like, they've got like an area that you can jump off the cliffs and dive into the water and like, there's a decent sized waterfall there and you can kind of sit under it and take pictures and stuff. You know, I've done that. Um, that was super fun. And then further down, they have like this gigantic waterfall. It's just, I mean, it's like, I don't know, probably a 30 or 40 foot waterfall um and it's just beautiful out there absolutely gorgeous i love it all right sean next um, summer you gotta come the,
2: back up here and we're gonna do a weekend where we're gonna go to waterfalls
0: yeah dude i'm down i love it Obviously, um, if Ian's that's something that you to, guys really do yeah <laughs> i mean i'm with it yeah i love that shit um but if that's something that you guys really want to do um one suggestion for like footwear and stuff rather than hiking boots, just get yourself some water shoes. Because um, then you can like, you can just kind of walk along in in the river or like off to the side or, you know, whatever. And it, I mean, it's not bad. The ones that I got, I got for like 15 bucks and I've literally done like seven hours in them and <clears throat> been fine. Um, but another how, good one to go to is... How, how old are you? Me, I'm 20, 29. Okay.
1: All right, I don't know that my feet will make it in water <laughs> shoes for seven hours on fucking gravel and shit. <laughs> I'm too old for that shit,
2: man.
0: Uh, I think. Well, I, th- I mean, you could get them with like some actual support. Okay, you know? okay. It's it. They don't have to be just like. Yeah, you don't have to anything. have mine.
2: I have those Vibram Five Fingers that I've had for like ten years, and they're uh, still great, dude. Those shoes freak
1: me out. I don't want to yeah. see people's toes when they're walking around, dude. They're really comfortable though. <laughs> they're so
2: creepy. <laughs> they're comfortable as hell. They're they're fucking creepy. Look, I'll
1: send you.
0: <laughs> I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link to the pair that I got. The only thing that I can say bad about them is um, sometimes when you're walking on the trails, because of the way that they're made, like rocks will get stuck in the bottom of them, and you have to kind of like dig them out every now and then. Okay. But I mean, if you're if you're in the water for the majority of the time, it's usually not an issue.
2: No, then um, you just get it, pebbles. it's
0: nice, you know. <laughs> well, I mean. Even then, though, there's like a mesh on the bottom so you don't, you're not really like stepping on them. Oh, good. Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you can, you can keep your feet, you know, you can dry your feet off really quick because it's basically like not having a pair of shoes on. But they're also, they also like have some support and protection so that you're not just walking around on bare feet either. Nice. That's cool. So, Yeah. um, yeah. But yeah. So, Rock Island State Park is is definitely a good one. Old Stone Fort Archaeological State Park. Oh, Brenda Brenda um, and i right outside that of one. Manchester. Yeah, Brenda and
1: I did that one Yeah, yeah. I've heard that one's
2: really awesome too. That was that was I wanna cool. go.
1: Yeah, it was cool. My
2: buddy uh yeah. my buddy Thomas There's, there's <laughs> not
0: any huge waterfalls over there.
2: He's actually camping. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, he's I was just gonna say he's actually camping out there this weekend, him and his family.
0: Oh, cool.
1: Yeah.
2: And oh nice. Yeah. 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 His wife is my wife's best friend. And they keep trying to they keep inviting us and I want to go, but Hannah won't go camping and it's kind of a bummer. I'm, I'm trying to convince her like, come on, yeah. let's just go one time, just one time.
0: But yeah, whatever. Look, man, I got some, <laughs> I got some stuff I can, I can set y'all up with that would make it like you're not even sleeping on the ground.
2: I've tried telling her that I've been camping, but plenty of times. She's, yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: There's like, i've even pads and sleeping bags and stuff that you can get and it's just as comfortable as a bed i swear to god well, and
2: i've told her like we can even do one of the campsites that's real close to like the bathrooms if she wanted to like me i'm i'm one of the guys that like i i would pr- rather yeah. do a primitive site <laughs> yeah you you roll out of your sleeping bag and yeah. just whip
1: it out and piss right there next to you roll yep. back over who gives a shit exactly
2: i like the primitive sites better because right. if i'm gonna go camping i want it to be in the in the woods like I want to be I really want to go uh, backwoods camping out in the Smoky Mountains
1: yeah. dude backwood,
2: backwoods camping is so fun
1: see?
0: you literally hike out like three or four miles and just find and a then place. there's nobody and nothing around you it's beautiful
3: Emily went, see that's what uh, I want to do days the Smoky Mountains but her friend did the whole entire like start to finish end to end the Appalachian what,
0: like Trail
2: the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. oh see oh, that God. would be amazing Yeah, that's
3: Like lived off of the wild. That seems
0: fun, but also I'm I'm totally not cut out for all of
3: that. (laughs) He was like, Oh well, I don't like my lease is up, so I might as well just hike the Appalachian Trail (laughs) and find a house.
2: If I didn't have a wife and Uh, children uh, I I would do it in a heartbeat. But since I have both uh, it's also very expensive.
3: Not what he did. He just took a knife and his shoes and a backpack and lived off the land.
0: Ah well, all right then. I'm pretty sure
3: he didn't spend a single penny.
0: Pretty (laughs) sure that that might actually be kind of illegal if he's hunting. But yeah, yeah, I'm with you.
3: He's a vegan. It's
0: America,
2: freedom, baby. (laughs) You don't need permission.
0: Hey, you know what? I'll just
2: yeah. (laughs) Those plants um, have families.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they breathe too.
3: Uh, I'm kind of a, uh, I'm pressy about my camping. I liked, or like hiking. I like to go on horseback.
2: Nice. Jeez, that's something I would like so to I, do. We, also, I
3: grew up on a 36,000 acre cattle ranch and we'd take the horses out and go like out all day, go up the mountain just to kind of pal around, I guess. That's awesome. And yeah, you know, check on the cows and it's different because If you're not like focused on huffing and puffing and like where your footing is and the rocks, you're just sitting there. You can like take in everything that's passing by you with no distractions about trying to get there. And then everything you look at, you know, is yours, which is kind of a whole different kind of ego trip that you're not in a national park. Like that is my mountain. We're going to go up there and it's my mountain and we're going to come back down. And that's my cow. That's my horse. (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's amazing.
3: If I leave a rock here, I can come back and find it next year.
2: That's cool. Yeah, so she's clearly on it on a different
0: level, but
2: uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cuz you're you're no, you're, you're, really cool a, you're a city boy there, Sean. Um <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, kind of, I guess. Uh In comparison to that, I, don't Ar- know, I, I am. I know
1: I am. I'm not going to I'm not going <laughs> to sugarcoat it. I I, well, could, yeah. I I don't know that I could even catch a fucking
2: fish these days.
3: <laughs> That's sad Well, then we're just gonna have to
2: go practice. Caught,
3: I've caught many a fish.
2: Well, I, it's been years since I've, I've um fished. I've spent my when we yeah, go. I've
0: spent my fair share of time camping. Yeah,
2: we we did it a lot in high school. We would camp down at the lake and we go fishing and stuff. Yeah. Um, but when we go, yeah, there was Alabama, a solid
0: like couple of years.
2: Go ahead. When you go to Gallenberg, what? no, just go ahead. I'll, I'll finish my thought in a second. You're good. Oh, okay, <laughs>
0: I was just gonna say, um, for for a solid couple of years there, there was like I'd I'd go out every weekend and we'd go, you know, hiking and camping and stuff. So, I, you know, I've spent my fair share of time out there. It's 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 a lot of fun. I actually really love doing it, and it's a great way to like. Exercise without having to go to the gym, re-energize, yeah, like kind of like get your shape a little bit. Yeah, that's ex-
1: that's one of the yeah exactly one of the driving factors for me is to lose some weight, <laughs>
3: dude. You're, well, and but, you're but not even like even Thomas big. said, though,
0: getting out in public <laughs> is
3: <laughs> y'all are making me think now because like, we grew up on a farm. Like as children, we would just disappear like onto the land and be like, "All right, we got like a an axe. Let's." <laughs> let's build a platform and we'll sleep on this tonight. There you go. <laughs> like,
1: that's badass. I never oh, thought okay.
3: about it before. That being like, <laughs> no one knows where we are. <laughs> like, We haven't been home in like two days, like starting to fire ourselves. Like what we found in the garage, like sometimes we had matches, but <laughs> I swear to God, me and my brothers have started fires with just like sticks and leaves. That's
2: awesome. <laughs> that's, that's see. Cool. And a lot of people cool. can't All do right. that. So like, if if things were to really go sideways and people had to learn how to live off the land again, most people would die. I would die if I didn't just rob
0: people. <laughs>
2: so. No, you help me hang out with me. I got you. Uh, it's okay. Ian. I, we'll I, we'll take we'll I mean, take care of you. We everybody. were
3: like ten years old starting fires in the woods. No <laughs> I did that too, but
2: usually it was with a lighter, and uh, it was not safe. And it was really really <laughs> stupid of us to do it. But. I think
1: I think as kids
2: we probably yeah, all just went like, through like a pyro phase. Oh, I, dude. I know
1: I did. I used to burn <laughs> shit all the time.
2: We lived in Virginia uh, for like five years when I was younger. And like, I guess when I was real young, I was into Barney. And then I got to a certain age and was just like, no, I never liked it. Don't like it. So me and my brother decided to go out into our <laughs> shed in the backyard. And I, I lit the the Barney uh, like
3: Jesus stuffed animal Christ, on man. fire. Yeah,
2: <laughs> caught our shed on fire. and You know, fire trucks <laughs> right, and everything so. else. And uh I was dude I was like 7 I was like Landon's age like my oldest son and it started yeah, and fires I'm- in the backyard and like all kinds of stuff. And then we would go down. It sounds
3: bad when you say it that way. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: I was. No, we Ian, were stupid. I'm going to need you to check on like any any unexplained fires in Thomas's <laughs> area and, I, and get back with I me. will do that.
1: <laughs> I've got a friend who's a volunteer I think, I think we,
0: might have, we might We no, might be on
1: to something. Right. I think we might have an arsonist no, on our hands. it's hand.
2: controlled now because I have my own fire pit <laughs> in my backyard so i can burn stuff
3: there yeah,
1: how okay. many
2: people have you put in there? Well, don't worry it, about the
3: apocalypse it. comes yeah
2: exactly no <laughs>
3: uh, like <laughs> i can build us a fortress there you
2: go Ooh, i like that my
3: dad owned a construction company and so like we'd be like uh, like we're 10 years old 13 and we would just like build forts that's awesome like out of wood nails <laughs> in the trees like we've made multiple ones and like then we got too creative and like we tried to make a second story <laughs> and well, like a ladder and stuff. We got the second story done, but we didn't put the railings in. And like, I had a ladder through, like there was a hole in the floor that you had to navigate. Yeah. And our second one was much better. We, uh, we actually got blow up furniture and put it in there.
2: In my parents' <laughs> house in Antioch, there's uh, some empty woods kind of behind the fence that we were always, were told where, you know, it was part of my parents' property. It just wasn't fenced off. So we went back there and built like a little fort back there. And one of the neighbors was like, this isn't your land. So he came up and tore it all down. And we were like, young. Oh, you what know? a dick. And so we were like heartbroken that he tore it down. Well, it turns out all these years later that it was in fact my parents' property. And the dude was just being a total dick for no reason. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> It was like the best one we ever what made, too. Asshole. And it was like, it had walls, it had a roof, like whole nine, and then dude came up there and just tore it all down. That's there's There's pieces of it still back there. See, <laughs> we should rebuild it. See, I'm <laughs> kind of digging this, though. Flag. I feel like
0: I'm kind of digging this, though. I feel like we've got like a whole post-apocalyptic team going on here at this point. Well, you
2: know, I do woodworking, so I c- I've got the, you know, building stuff down. I can build us whatever pretty much we need. So wow. we, we got this. I've yeah. got a
0: four-wheel drive vehicle now.
1: So. Yeah, you do. So that's the
0: best I can do, guys. <laughs> I'll bring I mean, the horses. I mean, I've never, like, field dressed them. or anything, but I know how to hunt a little bit, so. Nice. There we go. It, Contribution. It's just
2: too bad that, you know, my AR and stuff got, you know oh that fishing accident yeah so boating, s- boating accident yeah. so sad so sad that's, that's it's a, a shame
0: that's a damn shame hey I can actually I can actually make a bow and arrow though um, I know how to do that for real
1: Dude. damn alright out of sheepskin I <laughs> feel
0: uh, no it was uh, I, I used to do it a lot as a kid because I would get really bored but um, shoestrings no actually work intended. really well believe it or not really
2: <laughs> yeah Oh, Have y'all ever uh,
3: deer hunted? Got yourself a deer I've been i I've been hunting so one time, but I did not actually
2: hunt. get to shoot anything. Uh deer jerky is awesome. Deer jerky actually. is amazing. I like deer burgers. I, any deer is good. Those are good. Deer too. is good anyway. I mean, if it came to it, I I'd eat yeah, some I, squirrel. I'd eat some rabbit. I mean whatever. Squirrel? Yeah. I mean, I got, right, that's look, what I gotta eat. Squirrel stew.
1: I don't know. You, you never gumbo. met my
0: grandparents on <laughs> squirrel steak. You never met my grandparents on my mom's side, but like my grandpa used to go squirrel hunting all the time. Like I've <laughs> I've eaten squirrel and it's actually not that bad. Um but you know, probably stay away from the brains. It's it's a really weird texture.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm a pass on the brains. Uh but the rest of it's I'll, yeah. I'll, I's uh, squirrel I'll
1: testicles a delicacy, Sean? They're probably really small.
2: Uh
0: <laughs> I can't I can't say that we ever tried those. No. <laughs> no, okay. All right. Um actually I think the brain is supposed to be like the delicacy there, but um I didn't personally care for it.
3: <laughs> Would you eat llama?
0: Lama? I mean I guess if I was like real hungry, yeah, I'd <laughs> eat just
2: about anything. I mean, yeah, if it's it, if it's eat something weird or die, I'm eating it. I don't care. I don't even like fish. I'll eat fish though. Yeah. yeah, shoot! I ain't dying. Like, I don't know. Like bison. I, I actually love bison. We got some bison. I've, oh, I've had bison burgers. They're really good. Oh, dude, have you ever had a bison steak before? Nah, not a bison steak.
0: Dude, it's actually really fucking tasty. It's like it's it's actually like really buttery, almost like kind of melt in your mouth kind of thing. It's it's really tasty. Well, I want to try. It.
3: Deductible. Hmm.
0: You should try, man. The Whole Foods out there um, should have them. That's where I got it the last time I had it. How expensive okay. is that? Uh it was pretty expensive. It was like twenty five bucks for um, two eight ounce steaks. Oh, that's
2: not bad. Not as bad as I was thinking. You go to Connors, you're going to spend more. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like ten on a six ounce fillet. Right, it's like like forty bucks yeah. for a six ounce fillet. Something stupid like that. But and Connors is ridiculously uh, overpriced. But dude, it's so good though. It really is good.
0: It is tasty, but it's it's also ridiculously overpriced. I'd rather just go to like brew house and get like Gator tail or something like fried Gator tail. You always go to brew house. <laughs> like it's Gator. still gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I worked there for two years. Leave me alone, all right? I like I like their beer. The selection. few times
2: where we actually Ooh. got Hannah to go out and uh, like drink with us and stuff, it, we I think the only two times we did we went to brew house. <laughs>
1: okay, so you said they have a really good beer selection. Yeah. Um, what kind of what yeah.
0: kind of beers do you like? Let's let's talk about alcohol. Okay. Oh, what kind of beers do I like? <laughs> oh, that's uh, yeah. So, I'm actually kind of a beer snob, to be honest yes, with yes, you. Yes, he is. Um,
2: okay. Yes, he is. <laughs> See, I'm not much in this conversation. I, uh, I don't do beer. I don't really like beer. Lame. I like liquor.
3: You haven't tried the right one yet, That's then. what I keep telling <laughs> I'm right. I've, she is right, I
2: told you, if you've got some, I'll try some. I've got tons of beer at the All house right, well, try. Then, next podcast, maybe we should There's do a beer There's a
3: beer drink. for everyone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Correct. Jackalope Bear Walker is pretty... Probably uh, my absolute favorite, and I'm very sad because I can't get it down here anymore. Because for some reason, Tennessee and uh, Tennessee won't ship to Alabama. I don't know. It's got something to do with their taxes or some shit. It's really fucking weird. But long story short, I can't get it. But Browns, um, Reds, and Stouts are my favorite. Okay. Personally, I think IPAs are fucking disgusting, and I never saw the appeal. Uh, but that's just me. You know, everybody's got their their own taste. So yeah. So
1: buddy of mine at work, it's just
3: matching someone up.
2: Buddy of yours at work, what?
1: I was going to say a buddy of mine at work, he loves IPAs, man. That's like his thing. He absolutely loves them.
2: I don't even know what that is.
1: <laughs> a lot of hops.
0: Uh, it stands for Imperial Pale Ale, and it just means, it's just code word for extra bitter. Extra, oh, okay. extra bitter. Gotcha.
2: and
3: uh, it, it tastes like chewing on a Christmas tree. Oh, well,
2: that sounds yeah. horrible. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know, yeah. Like, I don't get it. It like someone said that to me once and I'm like, yes, that's exactly it. It's
0: yeah, hoppy. No, That's a really good way to describe it, actually. Yeah.
3: It's so hoppy that it's just like you're gnawing on a raw branch of it. Yeah, it's
0: just too
1: hoppy for me. I I I'm honestly yeah. my favorite kind of beers are actually wheat beers. Um I really like Einstock oh, from Iceland, um, where they're <laughs> filtered through the lava rocks uh, out or the volcano rocks out there. Okay. And um, that shit is yeah, so that's good. Cool. And they've got their. It's called the Wee Heavy. It's their um, high gravity beer, and it's a eight uh, percent wheat beer, and uh, it's a pale ale, but it's damn good. If you ever can, if you can find it, man, get you a six pack of that. It'll
0: you'll enjoy it. See, I I probably won't just because I'm actually not a big fan of wheat beers either. Uh, sorry, <laughs> but they just they don't do it for me. I don't know. Um, well you haven't had the right one dude. But I mean what what you you know what you, know what? you might been, be right. Wheat, I'll give it a what shot. What beers have you tried though? Oh god, a lot of them. Really? So at Brew House they have the yeah, they have like 60 taps over there and about 10 of them rotate out a week. So I would have to try different stuff almost every day. Okay. Do you, do you um, recall but any, I mean, any ones that pop I mean other than Blue Moon that everybody's like, "Oh yeah, I've had a Blue Moon. That's a wheat beer." it's like yeah shock top blue moon that's that's really the ones that i can remember okay um but i still i mean i I really just generally haven't found one that i cared for man i'm tough
3: i feel like a basic bitch saying i like those
0: (laughs) (laughs) no that's okay i mean everybody likes what they like you know no No judgment yeah no that's
1: true um well if you're ever in town um i'll make sure to save an einstock for you
0: i think you you'll like it i think you'll be surprised it's really really tasty I mean, fuck it, yeah, man. I'll I'll try anything once. And yeah,
3: I'm kind of of the opinion like you that they, you just have to find the right one because it's and it's not usually just mutually exclusive to the whole entire type of something. Like I, I've gotten people wine and they're like, I don't drink wine, and I'm like, challenge accepted because <laughs> I'm a level two sommelier, internationally accredited, and I'm like, no, you just have to try the right one. Nice. I think this one's it. That's awesome. So I'm more of a wine and bourbon person.
1: Oh, I like you already. Yeah. Yeah, um, (laughs) I love bourbon. Absolutely. I would agree with you there. Okay, thank you. Uh, that Have Angel's you Envy at your <laughs> wedding Ever's was Creek. fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. He had some mm-hmm. Angel's Envy
2: that we got to take shots of at his wedding, and it was... It was the cask strength. Oh, my they only God. They make 5,000
1: of those a year.
3: I got that at home. It was oh,
1: so good. It is so good. It was <laughs> a $450
0: Have you ever bottle. tried a... Holy shit! Okay, never mind. <laughs> it was a special so occasion. it's not just like your run of the mill angel, no, angels. No 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 no, 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 no. this is
1: like when All you right. purchase it. And you, it was so good. You get invited to some party in L.A. and you have to have the ticket that comes <laughs> in the in the because the bottle Seriously? comes in a casket. Yeah, yeah. It's wow. Bad. Oh, I see. I still got it. And um, if you were to go pay for one shot of this. Uh, that we, that I gave away to everybody at my wedding, uh, in <laughs> I Nashville, had
2: <laughs> I had two,
1: <laughs> I did too. I know in Nashville, I, I was on a work trip and, uh, they told us we could get a drink and I noticed that they had some, and this is kind of a long story. So I'll compress it. But I said, I want to, I want to try the angels envy Cast strength that you had. Of course, nobody said uh, what it cost, and they didn't tell us that, you know, we had a limit on what we could try. So, um, they poured it, <laughs> and I start I start tasting. I'm like, "Oh, this is really good." And then my buddy sitting next to me goes, "Dude, there's a dead fly upside down floating in your Angel's Envy." And sure enough, a fucking big ass fruit oh, fly no. was dead in my in my bourbon. And um, so the bartender is like, "Oh man, sorry about that. Do you want do you want what's left? There's not much left in the bottle." And so he poured me another one. And um, come to find out, that was 120 bucks for that one original one and luckily we got the second one for free Holy wow sh- and Shit. and the uh, yeah. the lady who was taking us out uh through uh it's an it company uh she uh she was like yeah no no we're not doing that again i'll i'll get fired if we do that again <laughs> 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 but i, I have you yeah. ever read
3: the pappy van winkle
1: yes oh yes i i got my buddy still got like <laughs> a third of his bottle left but you can't find it anymore because i don't think they they make it anymore but I was able to try it.
3: They do. It's just, uh, I know we got some down in Texas. Okay. (laughs) That, um, you might be able to find it where you are. Jeffers Creek, it's a new little gem. It's actually Mr. Wheatley, the owner of Buffalo Trace. That's his new baby. And he pulled the best of the best barrels aside, like away from the Buffalo Trace line to go to Jeffers Creek. And you'll notice it kind of looks like the, like his older bottles. Like that's how long it's been aged. They've been sitting there in barrels for six years, and it's like nineteen bucks because no one knows what it is.
1: Wow. Okay, I'm gonna look. But it's for that. like the
3: best of his best barrels. It is so smooth. Like I was like, I had to move the whole shelf over to put him up there, and I was like, you stupid cheap shit. Like I'm gonna <laughs> just buy you because I spent like half my day on you. What's the? And I was like, oh my god, it's so good. What's
1: the proof on that? Do you remember?
3: It's standard proof, uh, like the regular 40%. Okay. But the barrel quality is just so good that the smoothness is just unmatched. Nice. Like it goes down like butter. Yeah. so I We always, may have to
2: get that for I, our trip to Gatlinburg too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always tell people
1: if you want a really good cheap bourbon, go grab a bottle of Buffalo Trace because that's about the cheapest good shit you can get.
3: Uh if you like yeah. Buffalo Trace, this is literally its older brother, like way better.
1: Nice. Okay. Well then I need to
3: the like Buffalo Trace, but double as smooth.
1: Okay. So I wonder if it's like double filtered, kinda like the gentleman jack where they double mellow it to give it a more smoother feel.
3: It's the caramelization on the barrel is just better.
1: Okay. And you said it's a age six. When you drink it,
3: it's really sweet. Yeah, but it's the best of their barrels. Nice. So it's the flavor of it is really caramelized and smooth and sweet, and it doesn't like burn the roof of your mouth.
1: Yeah. Have you guys tried? Some um, people. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
3: About that, I was going to say some people like weeded bourbons, and some people don't, and they feel like it's not whiskey if it doesn't burn. And I'm like the same proof it's just that smooth right and they don't feel like they're drinking whiskey
1: gotcha have you guys any of y'all tried um jefferson's ocean yes okay that's a really
0: no i don't really drink whiskey like that that's a really good
1: <laughs> um, bourbon and they age it on uh, sh- uh barges out in the ocean so you have the real real hmm. wild weather fluctuations over the ocean of course you've got the ocean and the boat constantly rocking so the idea is that the the whiskey gets absorbed into more of the barrel and comes back out, so you pull a lot more flavors out of that. And then, of course, oh, you, okay. at night it gets colder over the ocean than on land because you have land insulating, you know, the temperature. Right. And so you've got wilder temperature fluctuations. And so they have sail these ships all over the country. It goes around the globe one time, and then it comes back to the U.S. and they they uh, bottle it. And then they sell it. And they only do a, a batch once a year. And I think it's in the springtime. But I thought it was really good. and it Yeah, had it's a an really allocated cool, item. Had a really cool story. In it. they're kind of hard to find um, when they go on sale. They're like 85 bucks a bottle. Oh, wow. I mean, that's not terrible. Oh, wow. Yeah. now I've got one. If oh, you do ever, you? If you? If you ever want to try it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down to try you it. You know I've got like five grand worth of bourbon
2: at my house. <laughs> <laughs> then why are we doing it at my house?
1: Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: what's,
2: what's your address? <laughs> you get <in> there? Again? <laughs> Um
3: everyone on the podcast is gonna show up. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, when we start doing <laughs> video idiots. when we start doing video podcasts, we're gonna have to have like bourbon while we're doing them or something. Oh yeah, for sure. Just you know, have like a uh, three, I three reserve fingers the right, right to bourbon. drink beer well, instead. Every episode have a different bourbon that we're drinking. Yeah, and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm down. But uh when I get back home, Sean, I'll send you a picture of my whiskey bourbon scotch collection. You'll be like, What the fuck?
3: Ooh. Have you uh, ever had the Chevis Japanese Oak? Cast?
1: No, I have not. I've had
3: oh man, I had
1: very little Japanese whiskey. I don't know it's, if I've ever had any.
3: It's in Japanese white oak, but it's Chevis, but it's aged in this lighter oak, and so it has almost like a lemon zest to it. Really, and it's so much lighter. It's like if if you imagine drinking Chevis after drinking some lemonade by the campfire.
1: Okay. That sounds interesting.
3: It just has like citrus notes to it. It unpacks so well. Cause like, I think I'm going to be really honest. Chevis is very boring, like regular (gasps) Chevis, And I feel like it's the, you know, like Jack Daniels of Scotch, like the go-to that's very plain and reaches a lot of masses, but they have different casts that are actually like have some craftsmen into it.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. I've never, I've never had, I think I've had one Japanese whiskey, it was at a friend's house, and uh, it was. Uh, that he told me that you're supposed to um, heat it up and drink it, like it's not supposed to be room temperature. It depends.
3: Mm. I mean, not scotch, like if you're going for like a traditional chevis with the different barrels, that one's meant to be chilled or neat, but if you're going like a whiskey, not a scotch, then yeah. Okay. The Japanese usually do it warm.
0: Yeah. I thought that was weird. Ooh, do and you guys then- like sake?
3: Yeah. Sake is good. I mean, I like all alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> so I have a lot of stories on all of them. Like the first fill, if you ever find a first fill scotch, mm-hmm. do that. You can shortcut like a hundred dollars off the price because it's the first time they fill the barrels. So they get the most flavor and you can shortcut the aging.
1: Uh, <laughs> no. I, and to answer your question, Sean, I've never tried sake. I want to, um, but it does sound a little weird, honestly, just at first
0: glance. <laughs> Dude, no. Right? <laughs> honestly, it's actually really good. Um, Can you describe what it tastes you know, like? You know Dustin, don't you? It's, I mean, it's like,
3: it's kind of like, like hot tea. wine. Okay, Think of it more like warm tea that gets yeah. you drunk because okay. it's hot and has flavor. Like sometimes there'll be like apple or cinnamon and stuff. And so, think of like, if you're drinking warm tea, and then suddenly you're drunk.
0: Isn't it made with rice? I mean, yeah, yeah, it's rice wine, is what it is. Okay. Um, Okay. But do you do you know our friend? Do you know mine and Thomas's
2: friend, uh, Dustin? Dustin. I'm. You you may have met him before, but it's been a while. The yeah. name sounds familiar. He's he's been over to
0: Thomas's house a few uh, a few times, but anyway, he's actually the one that got me started on on sake. Uh, when I, after I got out of the hospital, um, me and him and another guy went to a Japanese restaurant, and he ordered us all some sake. And it was like it was actually really really freaking tasty. That was the first time that I ever had it, and now when I get the opportunity, I do like to try it. Um, it's actually it's actually really cool. It's like a I don't know. The best way that I personally can describe it is like a warm, um, it, it's like a warm, it tastes like wine almost, but like less, uh, I don't know. There's like less umph tanny. in the taste, I guess.
1: Okay. So it's not like in your face
0: flavor. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like a warm down, toned down version of wine. Okay. Yeah. it's It's pretty tasty. You guys should give it a shot if you haven't ever.
1: Like right, a I'm wine down.
3: cooler of wine, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but with the, with a
1: lot more alcohol content, I assume. Yes. Yeah.
3: And yeah. they sometimes serve it cold, like some of the fruit flavors, like apple and stuff. They will do cold.
0: Yeah, that's true. It really depends on what you get. Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah.
3: Now I really want some sake and some whiskey.
1: <laughs> well, it sounds like we all need to get together and go go do some drinking sometime. <laughs>
0: hell yeah okay. man we need to <laughs> we need to make a trip down there and uh, or up there I guess and go out on go out on Broadway or something and have a good time uh, let's make it happen man. I don't
2: know if Hannah would go I, actually she probably would we've been down sure there she we will. went down there one she time loves after going a, out with me after a <laughs> Predators game we went out one time and we met up with a, yeah. a guy that we knew and that was kind of fun we went to we hung out at Dual Pianos for a little bit and then went somewhere else that was pretty fun nice yeah, yeah. So she probably would i'm sure if i
0: asked real nice she'd come along Well,
2: if we're going out with like you guys and then ian and brenda you know get a, a group of people right. out there i'm sure she'd probably be down that'd be a lot of fun because we don't get to do a whole lot of just adult stuff with the kids you know being around <laughs> so get a right get her mom or somebody watch the kids for us while we go out and have a good time that sounds pretty awesome yeah let's yeah let's make that well, happen. there
1: you
0: go
2: if only Sean wasn't in
0: Alabama see you guys. <laughs> hey, look man. <laughs> you,
2: you you never let all him my live that. Lives down no, here. because he moved. It was like he moved without saying anything. He went down there to stay with his parents and then he was just like, "Oh, by the way, I'm moving down here now." Thanks a lot, asshole.
0: Well, it just <laughs> it just kind of happened, okay? It's not like I planned it out this way.
2: That's what they all say. Man, I think he's heartbroken, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. I'm sad. I know. I don't have a lot of friends, damn it. That's all
0: right. <laughs> I'll send you I'll send you some sexy pics later to make it up to
2: you. Okay.
1: Hey, forward those to me, Thomas. <laughs> we'll just do it in the group text.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my well, God. Well, if Sean can figure out how to work it, because he didn't know how to do the emoji face thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, yeah, that's that's correct. That's fair. So
1: wait a minute. So have you made your emoji now,
0: so you can I- include yourself? Uh, I would prefer not to answer this question because you guys are just going to make fun of me. No, I've got you. one. I've got one. <laughs> I still haven't figured out how to do it.
2: Okay. <laughs> you dumbass! How long? You, how long have you had an iPhone? I uh since. Nineteen eighty four iPhone threes. Mm-hmm. See what's funny is I just came back to an iPhone from being on Android. Yeah. And I figured it out in the first day. <laughs> it's not that bad. We
0: Well look, my my phone is very like <laughs> utilitarian for me. I use it to talk to people and I use it for like work and schoolwork and that's it. I mean that's yeah, like all I do with it. I don't really play around on it. You know. So I haven't, I haven't figured out a lot of that stuff. I guess I need to sit down and play to with it. To be honest
2: with you, there was I had to ask Ian how to get the camera shortcut on my fucking home screen because <laughs> it wasn't on there from when I first started the phone. And coming back from Android, really? I couldn't figure out how to get to it. And I, was, I had to text him. I was uh, like, dude, how the hell do I do this? And he was like, go all the way over and here it is. I was like, motherfucker. What's even worse was I did that for another app and didn't think to do it for the camera. no comment man well stupid technology we just upgraded me and my wife upgraded to the 12 pro max so yeah i'm I'm new i'm the last iphone i had was the i think it was like the eight or something like that it's been a minute yeah so it had like the buttons and shit still oh yeah so
1: (laughs) yeah you've got you've got all the new stuff on there right that's cool.
0: Um Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It took me a second to figure out the buttonless iPhone. I was like, wait a second.
2: Oh man, it's so do do much this? faster well, than gesture bait gesture base yeah. only. Well, it's, and this one not yeah. even having the thumbprint scanner, it just does the facial recognition. So I, I everything is instantaneous. It's, I love it. It's crazy. It's fucking
1: annoying though when you're when you got your <laughs> mask on and you're trying to unlock your phone. <laughs> Oh, I
2: wouldn't know. I don't we, ever wear a yeah, mask. That, we
1: we went yeah. to Dunkin' this morning, me and my wife, and uh, she she walked in with her net gator not covering her nose and mouth, and the late the little girl behind the counter, she was like, "Um, oh, ma'am, ma'am, can you please?" And I was like, "Oh my God, honey, put your mask on before you kill everybody in here!" And uh, of course, my wife <laughs> oh, thought it no. was hilarious, and the the little girl behind the counter looked at me like, "Oh my God!" Like, did he just say it, that? It's this guy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so funny
0: we had a good laugh how dare you make a joke Ian (laughs) yeah
3: when we when we first had to wear the masks I had the like the turtleneck one and I just like pulled it all the way up like over my eyes (laughs) and like across my whole entire head and I'm like i'm extra safe and they're like you need to stop that because like you can see through it and stop just wearing it all the way up and it kind of worked like people didn't really talk to me
0: <laughs> well the thing is is if you really pro tip for those of you that
1: yeah exactly if you really want to be protecting your face you your have body, to cover every opening cover, you have to cover your eyes because your eyes are mucus right. membranes and they've already proven that yes the coronavirus can get into your body through your eyes so i mean
3: well it's usually because and they say it's a majority of men because men touch their face is like rubbing your eyes and like rubbing your face touching your face without washing your hands and i'm like yeah men are spreading this because there's no woman that goes and puts a full face of makeup on (laughs) for the day and touches her eyeball at all the whole entire day (laughs) Like your eye can be itchy for seven hours, and you just have to come home, wash your hands, and be like, "I am done for the day. Can finally itch this." Honestly,
2: <laughs> I, I think I've touched the few times that I, or the times that I've worn a mask. I feel like I touch my face more than when I don't wear it because oh, I'm yeah. adjusting it, and messing with for it. For sure. Yeah, like it's not. It's, yeah. not it's fucking doing you stupid. Anything. That's what I thought. Yeah. Sorry. Like people setting there. their
3: mask down on the counter <laughs> and. Well, so, like, Texas is really hardcore about it, and we were essential because I was working on a liquor store, and I, I'm a regional, so I go to all the stores in the whole region to help train and blah, 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 and they actually have one person, like, at the door to lock it and, like, let people in one by one because only a certain number of people can be in the store, and like everyone's just i've never seen people touch their face so much as when they're wearing a mask
1: yeah you're not wrong
3: and and like i feel like it's counterproductive like if you just walked into the store without a mask didn't touch your face and touched all the bottles like you're going to do anyways then we're like in the same place but now you've molested your face and And if you and if
1: men would just wash their fucking hands after they go to the urinal jesus christ that's my like huge pet peeve yeah
2: thomas (laughs) sorry so so
3: every time our boss that's a guy every time he gets sick the whole entire store gets sick every time someone from wholesale because it's all men one of them gets sick they'll pass the same cold around three times over good grief and none of the women get sick Men suck. Yeah, I think, I, think I think that's dirty. the
0: moral of the story there.
1: <laughs> some do. Yeah, not all men suck, but some do. And and that,
0: What's the most.
1: <laughs> I've never sucked before. Same.
0: <laughs> Why did I know that's exactly where you were about to go with this? Because I it's us? It
3: as soon as I said it. <laughs>
0: Correct. Because we're dudes. So anyway, who's got that good news story for
2: the yeah, day? Yeah,
1: yeah. Thomas. <laughs> On to the, the next thing.
2: Hey, so yeah, we're going to do the uh, good news story of the week. Uh, this one is from the good news Uh, And it is the first test of Virgin's Hyperloop with passengers aboard takes us closer to a 30-minute floating commute from D.C. to New York City. After more than 400 tests, Richard Branson's Virgin Hyperloop a levitating train of small passenger pods just made transportation history as it completed its first run with people on board. Uh, they achieved speeds of 107 miles an hour uh, in the Dev Loop Testing Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. So. They are, exp- they're. That's yeah, awesome. they're planning on upping the speed until they reach 1,000 miles per hour. Did you see the video from the inside? Yeah, of the passengers? dude. That, it was the, super
1: cool. Yeah, they seemed to really uh, the acceleration was kind of was pretty quick. Apparently, um, but yeah, the plan is to be faster than um, an airplane.
2: Yeah, they're saying um, they're planning for it to go 670 miles an hour from D.C. to New York.
1: And also keep in mind, a lot of of people think, oh, well, we already have this technology. It's called bullet trains. And uh, they would be completely wrong because this has no moving parts. So maintenance on this stuff is next to nil. So that's one of the benefits of this. And, of course, you don't have to destroy a bunch of things above ground in order to carve out a path. For it to travel, right,
2: and they're also saying that um, it allows. Uh, this was a quote from, um, as it was from. It doesn't say who it was from. That's kind of strange, um, but it says it allows us to reimagine urban areas and connectivity between urban areas. Um, you'll be able to move up to fifty thousand people per hour per direction with zero source emissions.
1: Yes, and that's the other big thing, like trains. That's awesome. Even even electric trains. Most of the electricity comes from regular fossil fuels sources. So this completely changes the ball game. And I, I see this being the future. And unless the airline industry can come up with something that's less pollutant than the jet engine, which I haven't seen it yet. Um, just well, they honest. just have
2: to take some uh, stuff from them UFOs. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, well, they have the solar plane. <laughs> right. <laughs> They have the so-
2: Area 51.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They've got a plane that flies basically just on solar energy, but it's a lightweight design. It can't really carry much Yeah, weight. it's not like a passenger jet. Exactly. Yeah. It's just not really feasible. Right. Um, but I mean, I think that's gonna be the future. And imagine all the the cargo we can move on that. That's like, pretty yeah, you- that's
2: pretty cool. Like Amazon's gonna Well
0: now we just need to Now we just need to petition them to make one from Mobile to Murfreesboro so I can come see you guys. Yes. That would be awesome.
2: If we can figure out. (laughs) No, what we need to do is just, Ian, hurry up and get your piloting license and then we can just fly down there. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's true. Hell yeah. Which, that's something we should talk about on a
2: a future podcast too. I think that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. We could definitely do that. For sure. I agree. Well, cool. Uh, it,
1: you guys got anything else you want to talk about? We're uh, we're at a minute and or sorry, one hour ten minutes. So
2: I mean, I'm just going to say what I normally say. Thanks, guys, everybody for listening. Uh, we hope you're enjoying everything. If you got future topics, please let us know. Send us a voice message on anchor.fm slash Unbiased Freedom, uh, or go to unbiasedfreedom.com and it'll take you there. Um, we're on pretty much all major platforms. Uh, we did. We are finally on iHeartRadio. Radio. Oh, cool. Um, and we are also in the process of getting awesome. put on Pandora. Okay. Um, so any other places that people listen to podcasts that were not on there, let us know. We'll submit and get it on there. Uh, we do have the active contest going for the t-shirt. If you're the first pro- person to send us a voice message or question, you'll get a t-shirt. Um, and yeah, just like, share, subscribe, all that normal stuff. Where it's really cool seeing every you know every time we get new followers and so we just really want to get that interaction from everybody. So let's let's keep it going, guys.
1: And thank you, Sean, for facilitating our guest today. We appreciate it. Yeah, good,
2: good, good,
1: cool conversation. Oh yeah, I I enjoyed this laid back format where we didn't really get too deep into anything, any one particular thing. Yeah,
2: we'll do these for, for more
3: for
1: yeah. sure.
2: Yeah, this was cool. This was really cool. What about you, Sean, you got anything else to say? Mm, no,
0: I think I'm good. Just you know, as, as always, thanks for listening and. Like Thomas said, like, share, subscribe.
1: All right. Well, we'll see everybody on the next one. Peace. Have a good week,
2: everybody.
0: Thanks, guys.